Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. I hope you had a wonderful uh, July 4th weekend with your uh, friends and family. Had a uh, nice time here in uh, the Kansas side of Kansas City, where I was... uh, Hanging out with some friends last night. I went and bought a bunch of fireworks. My wife was out of town, <laughs> so I bought uh, I bought some uh, an epic display and uh, you know chilling with the neighbors last night. And I was we were all kind of sitting there, and then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I bought these for a reason. Let's do a display. And if you'd like to see the finale, just the one firework that ended it all last night, just go to my Twitter feed or my Instagram feed. Uh, where I live, uh, fireworks are legal. So uh, it was really cool. You should check it out. Again, uh, Instagram, also Getter, uh, twi- uh, t- uh, t- uh, t- uh, Truth, and uh, and Twitter. A Rob Carson show is what's it's under there. So <clears throat> I did a lot of social media this week, and I did a uh, I did a bit. I went up to the car dealership near me that was selling the Hummer H two EVs. They have five of them. Four of them have been on the lot for two years because they can't sell them, and then one is literally in the repair shop so the one they do have that they sold is already being worked on so i did a little uh, parody uh kind of an improvisational comedy rave where i said that i was the i was the guy who owned uh, biden's ev emporium so <laughs> you might want to check that out because i mean who wants a truck that you have to you literally the hummer h2 which is a really cool looking truck but it's 130k right and it takes seven days on a uh, 110 outlet to charge it fully, all right? And if you want to do it, it go, cut the time, go to the 220 in your house for your dryer, and it does it in three and a half days. <laughs> and people bought the car. I know, I know. They're sitting there going, oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. I virtue signal that I bought this piece of crap, honestly. <clears throat> oh, and by the way, the uh, the auto unions are uh, they have a burr in their bonnet with regard to uh, Joe Biden and his push to EVs and they're realizing UAD, UAW members are realizing how badly they're getting screwed and how rich China is becoming with Joe Biden insisting that EVs be made uh, and nobody's buying them. All right, commuter cars, people commuters, and they drive their little Prius, and they drive here and there, and they drive their little Tesla. And you ever notice Teslas never have the stupid bumper stickers that Prius do? The one that says coexist, spelled in bump, in, uh, in religious symbols, you know, which is stupid because, you know, there are several uh, religions represented that want to destroy everybody else. So it's like, okay, coexist, sure, good luck with that. But you never see them on the Teslas because they're too expensive. Take seventy thousand dollars. I wouldn't. If you gave me, and I mean it, if you gave me a Tesla, I'd sell it or I'd give it away. I want nothing to do with the Tesla. It's nothing against a car. It's just I use my car. I use it to haul stuff. 
I use it to, you know, put stuff in the back to haul when I go to Lowe's. And you can't do that with the electric F-150 unless you live like 20 miles from the Lowe's. And forget about putting something behind it like a toy hauler or a camper or going off-road. Good luck going off-road with your new Hummer H2 when you're in the middle of Moab and there are no outlets to plug it in for seven days while you're off-roading. It honestly, it's just ridiculous. So go to the uh, go to the uh, social media and see all of that stuff. So uh, U.S. District Judge Terry Doughty has uh, blocked various federal government entities and figures from pressuring social media companies to censor free speech. And the reason being is uh, that they did it for so long. Now, you may recall that years ago I came up with the expression, dissent is not disinformation. The government suddenly decided that some things were disinformation. It's exactly the same thing that, that Joseph Stalin did in 1923. A lot of people ended up going to re-education camps. Many of them did not come back, right? Because you got to get your thought right, right? You got to you got to be sensitive, you know, sensitive. If you if you don't down with DEI, then you got to go to training to get those thoughts out of your mind. Like if you don't believe that four year olds can transition to another gender, you need to get right, or we're going to have to send you to a reeducation facility. Same thing, guys. Same thing. We have the First Amendment. The government colluded with the powers that be at big tech, and big tech said okay. And the mainstream media said, okay, because they are down with the revolution, the Maoist Stalinist revolution. Our media gave up its most sacred responsibility and right granted by the First Amendment to bed down with the powers that be. That's how sick that CNN, CBS, ABC, NBC are, and how they need to be driven from existence by not watching them and letting them wither on the vine. I'm absolutely serious, guys. This is the most serious thing I think I've ever talked about on the radio, is how our government took our First Amendment and wiped their butts with it. It's ridiculous. The judge granted a preliminary injunction, meaning the government cannot get in touch with Facebook and Twitter and censor speech like they have, and they did. Seventy agencies involved in censoring everything. And you know why I know this? Because I lived it. I lived it. You lived it. If the allegations by the plaintiff are true, the, pr the present uh, case arguably involves the most massive attack against freedom of speech in the United States history. In their attempts to suppress alleged disinformation, the federal government, had particularly the defendants named here, are alleged to have blatantly ignored the First Amendment's right to free speech. The left is going crazy, saying this judge is a partisan. This judge is saying the truth. He's telling the truth about the censorship, regardless of whether he's partisan or not. He explained that the plaintiffs alleged that the defendants colluded with and or coerced social media platforms to suppress disfavored speakers, viewpoints, and content on social media. This is without denial. This is cannot be denied. It is true. We've got millions of cases of it. I'm one of them. I will join a class action suit on a heartbeat if this goes. The plaintiffs are likely to succeed on the merits in establishing that the government has used its power to silence the opposition. Opposition to COVID-19 vaccines. Listen, I told you this. When the government says what you believe is disinformation or misinformation, it means they know you know the truth. I said this. <clears throat> 
vaccines, opposition to COVID-19 masking and lockdowns, opposition to the lab leak theory of COVID, opposition to the validity of the 2020 election. You couldn't say you thought it was stolen. Really interesting, ain't it? Why was that in there? But it's kind of a non sequitur. Opposition to President Biden's policies. Statements that the Hunter Biden laptop story was true. Opposition to policies of the government officials in power. All were suppressed. It's quite telling that such example of cata- uh, or category of suppressed speech was conservative in nature. This targeted suppression of conservative ideas is a perfect example of viewpoint discrimination of political speech. Don't believe me? Look at the speech where Joe Biden stood in front of Independence Hall, bathed it in blood red, put two Marines on either side of him, said half of the country were MAGA fascists and enemies of democracy, declaring war on them like Joseph Stalin did on his people in his rise to power. You didn't know that? Well, y'all ought to start listening to my show. I don't care if you're left, right, center, whatever the hell you are. This is truth. This is something that has, cannot go unpunished. Targeted suppression of political speech during the COVID pandemic, a period perhaps best characterized by widespread doubt and uncertainty. The United States government seems to have assumed a role similar to the Orwellian Ministry of Truth. The DHS came up with the Disinformation Governance Board, Ministry of Truth, Disinformation Governance Board, Ministry of Truth, Disinformation Governance Board. What else do you need to know? This is why this show, despite O. Rob Carson only doing talk radio for seven years, second full-time job in talk radio right here, this is why you need to listen to this show. Because nobody else talked about this two years ago. Nobody else three years ago said COVID is being played up for politics the same summer that 2020 happened. I said 2020 happened because it was 2020. That's it. Plaintiffs include the states of Missouri and Louisiana, as well as Dr. J. Bhattacharya and several other individuals. Defendants include President Joe Biden, Corinne Jean-Pierre, Vivek Murphy, the, the Surgeon General, and other people. The federal government cannot be trusted to protect amendment, uh, First Amendment rights, which is precisely why our founders enshrined the First Amendment into the Constitution. This, according to Missouri Attorney General Andrew Ballard, this injunction is a huge win in the fight to defend our most fundamental freedoms, but we're not done yet. We're just getting started. The chief counsel of the FBI created, worked with Hillary Clinton, the FBI, to try to throw the 2016 election, saying that Donald Trump colluded with Russia. They made it up. The FBI was complicit in it. They went to a FISA court. They lied. They committed a crime. They got a search warrant for Donald Trump. All of his electronic uh, surveillance, everything from his campaign to transition team to presidency ultimately ending up the first impeachment was which was false it was overheard information does anybody did you just hear what i said surveillance anybody all of it all of it was nonsense then the chief counsel of the fbi where'd he go he went to twitter just in time to censor the hunter biden laptop story on all social media at the behest of the freaking fbi you think this is important? This is as important as it gets. Countries fall because of this. 
We can't let that happen. I want to go to Kathy in Stevensville. Hello, Kathy, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Hey, I heard you earlier saying that uh, walk in your shoes. Well, Michelle and Barack could never walk in your shoes. They left Chicago as he was a glorified party planner or better known as a community organizer in the political circles. And they went to the White House and never looked back. They are, talk about white flight. These people left Chicago, which is currently burning and murder capital of the world. Yeah. And they went to Martha's Vineyard. Well, yeah. you don't find black people in Martha's Vineyard. You find Michelle and Barack. So let me tell you about white flight. She said in one of her speeches, she said, oh, you folks have been running from us, referring to white people. Well, let me tell you where she's at. She's at yeah. the whitest, sandiest beach in the whitest ne- neighborhood this side of the United States. It's the whitest. I know, Kathy. Did you also know, Kathy? 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 Let me finish with that. Let me finish. Kathy, did you notice that Barack Obama never gave a crap about black students until they tried to get into Harvard? Well, he did one thing for blacks. I can tell you. While he 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 did a couple of things when he was in the White House, he made sure that they stayed down. That's what he did. He didn't do a darn thing to help them. That's a fact. Not one thing. I say Democrats always say they're going to make things better, uh, particularly for the black community. And the day after the election, they get up, they leave the money on the dresser, and they leave. That's what they well, do. NBC News had an article that came out that Reuters found that there's, not, there's only one living president right now, Donald Trump, yes. who is not a descendant of the, he's not an ancestor from the descendants of slave owners. Yes. Barack yes. Obama's yes. ancestors owned slaves. <laughs> yes, you want to yes, talk yes. about it? Let's have that conversation, Michelle. I know, we, I know. I want reparations I want from the Obamas. The people in Congress. So. I want them to personally scrape a check to someone in an inner city neighborhood for a million dollars. I want them to well, do I that. I want and, them to shut up and stop preaching to me. And thank you very much. Else, that I'm a white supremacist. I don't want to hear it. That's a bunch of bull crap. And the yeah. last thing I want to say is about this cocaine. Tell me what vessel it was located in, and I guarantee you, you'll find some DNA or fingerprints. Yes. And it goes to somebody in that family, because otherwise you're telling me nobody cleans White House and the library for three years because it's juniors? I don't think so. Believe me, it's been dusted and vacuumed a few times. Kathy, uh, you know, first time cocaine's been discovered in the West Wing, same time that a man who's the first son of the country who's been crack-addled for decades is in the White House this weekend. Dear God in heaven, we're not stupid, sure. Kathy. We're right. not stupid. <laughs> exactly. Stupid. All right, let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Back with you. They impeached our president twice for nothing. The truth is simple, and it's right before our eyes. They raided his home. I don't know what to be concerned about. No one, no one seems to. And they call us extremists and fascists for supporting him. Yeah, we're done with all that. It's the Rob Carson Show. The attorneys general say the Biden administration overreached its authority during the height of the COVID pandemic when they tried to convince social media companies to address, in some case, take down posts on platforms that could contribute to vaccine 
hesitancy. It didn't end there. Now, according to Judge Dotty, quote, the plaintiffs, meaning the attorneys general, have presented substantial evidence in support of their claims that they were the victims of a far-reaching and widespread censorship campaign. This court finds that they are likely to succeed on the merits of their First Amendment free speech claim against the defendants. Now, uh, in case you didn't notice, for the last few years, every time you tried to say something that was in opposition to the government policy on COVID, masking lockdowns, vaccines, lab leak origin, validity of the 2020 election, President Biden's policies, uh, anything against the transgender agenda. You could not say that a man cannot be a man or a woman and a woman cannot be a man. The Hunter Biden laptop stories, all of these, you know, were suppressed on social media. I said that only one agency could use the term disinformation with any level of authority, and that's the government. Remember that? Remember when I said that? Well, I've been proven right again. Again. Because I have common sense, life experience, and I do research. By the way, the bottom of the hour, we have Monica Crowley. We have the Monica Crowley, one of my favorite pundits, is on at the bottom of the hour. Monica Crowley distills into brilliant thought uh, conservative ideals that are, I mean, she distills them perfectly. So we're going to talk to her at the bottom of the hour. Louisiana, Missouri officials praised the federal judge's uh, injunction, saying that the Biden administration cannot talk to big tech and censor freedom of speech. Judge Terry Dougherty's uh, order applies to various Biden administration agencies, including but not limited to the Department of H the HHS, NAIA, Fauci's organization that lied to us and steered the debate with regard to COVID on social media toward untruth to support the government when they knew they were lying. The U.S. Census Bureau, the FBI, the Department of Justice, the DOJ, Senator Eric Schmidt, who used to be the Missouri AG, called the order a big win in the fight to dismantle the Biden administration's vast censorship enterprise. Uh, a federal judge in Missouri versus Biden just granted a preliminary injunction prohibiting the DOJ, FBI, DHS, and other agencies from working with big tech to censor social media. According to Schmidt, big win for the First Amendment <clears throat> on this Independence Day. White House officials, CDC, and others are stopped <clears throat> cold. Their view, uh, their view of misinformation isn't an excuse to censor. This is the most important free speech case in a generation. Boom. You are right. You are one million percent right. Here's the mainstream media. This is CNN complaining about it because they have been able to not do research, just spew the government line and get away with it. And now they can't just take their marching orders from the DOJ, FBI, IRS, and others. Trump appointed judge, but this judge was confirmed 98 to 0 by the Senate. Just reading really? the words in this really? injunction, a, quote, massive effort that means by a, the... That means a whole lot of Democrats voted for him. Defendants to suppress speech based on content, those are the judge's words, calling the present case, quote, arguably involves the most massive attack against free speech in the United States history, Ellie. Which is true. Yeah. It's a dramatic uh, decision by this judge. If you read through it, he's citing to literature and George Washington and Ben Franklin. Here's what really is astonishing to me. This is a conservative ideology that clearly comes through. No, no, freedom of speech is not. In this decision. It's a conservative political. No, no it's not. It's, it's actually the federal government shutting down speech. It's not conservative.
ideology, right? We saw some of the quotes questioning vaccines, questioning masks, conservative talking points. No, 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 no. It's just truth, actually. You know how I know this? Because this is what the media talked about a year ago. Uh, all of the media, and it's because the government told them to. They were conspiring with Russians. They, not colluding, eh? Let's just not use the word colluding. They were conspiring yeah. with the Russians. This is a conspiracy. So if you, no collusion, okay, no collusion. Yeah, everybody said that Russian collusion was real. All of the mainstream media did. You know why they did it? Because the government said it, and they just lapped it up. Just lapped it up like little kitties in a bowl of warm cream. Wee-hoo! All right, coming up, Monica Crowley. Going to be talking about this and cocaina in the White House, among other things. Don't go anywhere. country and aren't down with freedom of speech, maybe you should move down to Cuba. It's the Rob Carson Show. One of my favorite people on television. I have wanted to talk to this wonderful person for a long time. She is Monica Crowley, former Assistant Secretary of the Treasury, host of the Monica Crowley podcast. She's awesome, and she's on the Newsmax Hotline. Monica, welcome to the show. Hey, Rob, it's such a pleasure to join you, especially during this Freedom Week, you know, the week of Independence Day. It's yes. such an honor and a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It is, uh, I, 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 and I want to make this to a slobbering love fest, but I do really, really appreciate you. Whenever I see that you're going to be on a panel or as a solo guest, I always enjoy uh, what you bring to the table, Monica. Um, let, me, let me ask you this. Monica, when you, when you read the story this morning that they found cocaine in the White House, uh, I don't want to jade anything, but what was your first uh, you know, connection? Where do you suppose the, that cocaine may have come? from just you know thinking out loud here monica yeah i know it's a giant mystery <laughs> rob isn't it <laughs> it really is you're talking about the biden white house where on god's green earth could that cocaine have come from well, Hunter biden was in the white house two days before they found the coke um, yes. so i don't think you have to be a rocket scientist to put the pieces of the puzzle together um, i don't know whether it was his cocaine and you know what? Maybe it's scarier if it weren't his cocaine, because who else in this White House is doing illegal drugs in the people's house? This is absolutely outrageous. It is disgusting. I don't know how people smuggle drugs into the White House. This is why the signs really do kind of point to Hunter, um, not just because of his long history of addiction to uh, substances like coke, but also because if you're the president's son, maybe you don't have to go through the Secret Service uh, vetting and, and the mag magnometers and everything else that they've got before you go into that White House. I don't know. But I, and I doubt we're really going to know the answer to, to uh, who brought that coke in. But I will say this, you know, on top of all of the bribery, on top of all of the corruption, on top of all of the lies. Now you've got illegal drugs in the White House. This is the most corrupt, lowest class White House and presidency we have ever had, and it's not even close. I got to tell you, uh, let me ask you this, uh, because I suggested this morning, obviously, Monica, he is in the process of a plea agreement where he is pleading down to misdemeanors, two major tax cases, and using diversion therapy, he is going to be able to erase a gun charge where he lied on a federal gun purchase form when he was using crack cocaine. Do you not suppose that one of the conditions of that agreement 
to enter diversion is a drug test, Monica. Don't you suppose we should demand a drug test? And don't you suppose that if that plea agreement is to be accepted by Hunter Biden, that one of the tenants of that agreement would be subject to a drug test? Yes, I think that is a critical part of this plea deal. Because remember, a judge has to sign off on this plea deal, right, and approve it. Well, now there are two things. One, the drug use, which, as you point out, is if, if in fact, Hunter Biden is continuing to do drugs and he's in violation of that, uh, then the plea deal goes out the window. And the other part of it is that now we know we have all of this evidence, thanks to all of these very brave whistleblowers from the IRS and elsewhere, that the DOJ and FBI obstructed this investigation into Hunter and that 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 they could not call the witnesses they want. They couldn't conduct the interviews they wanted. They couldn't access evidence that they wanted. They couldn't bring charges they wanted to. So the, the mountain of evidence that the DOJ did this investigation is so high if you well, monica your phone is cracking up can you uh can you hold it a little bit differently there can you hear me monica oh yeah we got a little yeah, that's that's a little better. That's a little better. Um, yeah, this is egregious, and and it, I think that if if in fact this is tied to Hunter Biden, then this has to be the end of this first family. This has to be the end of this administration. Uh, I uh, have heard people like Steve Bannon and others finally saying that they don't believe that Joe Biden certainly is going to make the twenty twenty four election. I don't think he'll be the candidate, Monica. I don't think he's mental, mentally and physically able to do so. But but don't you suppose that if there is found to be this this uh that the cocaine is traced to hunter biden that this is a gigantic uh indictment of the justice system and should uh be one of the many factors for removal of this president before he completes his term oh absolutely and you know the the other point about this is that we would not know any of this rob we would not know about Joe Biden's bribery to the tune of tens of millions of dollars. We would not know about the extent of this corruption, um, not just with him, but with all of our government institutions to protect him and Hunter and the rest of the Biden fam- family. We would not know about the cocaine in the White House unless the deep state wanted us to know, because they do a darn good job of keeping all of this stuff hidden and protecting their own until the moment that they don't. Yes, Monica. Oh, yes. Why? I just just want to make this this final point. That tells me that the left's power brokers have decided that he has outlived his usefulness and that he needs to go. And they're building a case to remove him. But the problem, Rob, is that they have not just one person to remove. They got to remove Kamala Harris, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, you know what I thought. That's the first thing I thought. I thought, huh, cocaine has never been found in the White House before, and all of a sudden it gets found the weekend that Hunter Biden was there. That's spot on. The, you know, I've been looking for how are they going to give Joe Biden his exit papers? How are they going to do this? How are they going to resign? They're not going to do Twenty Fifth Amendment. That's too embarrassing for the party, I guess. But there's going to be they they know. And Monica, you have to admit that the Democrats are freaked out every day they wake up and Joe Biden is the president. They're not saying this guy's great, he's a winner, they're behind him. They're panicked. 
Well, they are because they had to pull a trigger on a massive crisis plan in 2020 to stop Donald Trump and get their puppet, Joe Biden, elected. So they, they had a, uh, an unprecedented virus, shut down the global economy, burned down the country with Antifa and BLM, and rigged the 2020 election with mass mail-in uh, voting, early voting, ballot harvesting, you name it. Okay, so that was their crisis plan a couple of years ago. What do they have planned for next year? But the bottom uh, calculation is how strong or weak is Joe Biden? They cannot run him from the basement again unless we get an even more deadly pandemic, which is not out of the realm of possibility. But if they feel like they cannot run him safely and and have him win again with all of their uh, crimes and everything else that they do to win elections, then they are going to dispense with him so fast your head will spin. They will find a way to maneuver him out. They will maneuver Kamala Harris out by offering her a very lucrative position somewhere, um, a lot of money, and get her out. And then they will install their own candidate like they did with Joe Biden in 2020. Joe Biden was installed. He did not win uh, that Democratic primary. So they will go for either Michelle Obama or Gavin Newsom. Yeah, and we better I agree. hope on our side, we better hope that it's not Michelle. Kevin Newsom is beatable, but my fear is that they're going to run Michelle, and Michelle is the most challenging candidate for Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, or whomever gets the nomination. Well, and that's why we should encourage a third party. And she's got the entire Obama machine behind her. I get that. Uh, One of the positives is that a judge, U.S. Judge Terry Doughty, said that the United States government cannot have uh, ties with big social media companies. The largest uh, case that I could ever recall in my lifetime and in the country's history, a complete bastardization of the First Amendment by 70 agents of the government shutting down speech, just like Joseph Stalin did in 1923. He came up with the expression, disinformatia. Monica, they copied Stalin's playbook and it worked. And finally, a judge is speaking out and saying that all of the things we thought, and Monica, you know as well as I do as a conservative, how many things we told we couldn't talk about? We couldn't talk about CRT. CRT was not being taught in schools. When it was found out it was taught, people all of a sudden say, well, you don't like CRT because you're a racist. Same goes with COVID, vaccines, Black Lives Matter, Southern border. Biden policies, I can go on and on, and a 2020 election, all were censored by our government. What do you suppose, where do we go from here? Well, I'm really glad that you invoke Stalin here, because this is exactly what we're experiencing. These people are communists, and everybody needs to understand that. This country is undergoing a Marxist revolution, and has for the last I don't know, five, six, seven decades now, okay? It didn't start under Obama or under Biden. This has been going on a long time. So all of their tactics are Marxist. They are communists. It's all about coercion. But finally, we've got a federal judge with some guts to come forward and say the, the actual collusion between Washington, the U.S. government, and big tech to stifle and silence and oppress speech, suppress speech, is a violation of the First Amendment. Now, the Biden team says they're going to appeal. Obviously, they're going to do that. But if and when this gets all the way to the Supreme Court, this is a a slam dunk for the First Amendment. I mean, it's so clear. I I believe that it is going to survive in in the Supreme Court. And this is a huge victory. And it really gives us 
at least a couple of steps forward toward a level playing field for 2024, and we should all thank God for that. Amen. Monica, I said literally three years ago, I said dissent is not disinformation. I also said that if the deep state, the mainstream media, and big tech all say that what you believe is misinformation, it means they know you know the truth. I said this from the get-go, Monica. I said this about COVID and everything. There's There's only one authority that could call something disinformation and have it hold any sway, and that would be the central government. And now we know our government, the same government that uh, put Joe Biden in the president, the same man who last year went in front of Independence Hall and declared half the country mega fascists and enemies of democracy. That is all Stalinistic, Monica, and they almost got away with it. And we've got to fight this tooth and nail. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. And everybody has to understand, including any Democrats listening today, if you're still voting Democrat, maybe you vote Democrat because you think you believe in the platform, or maybe your parents and your grandparents always voted Democrat, maybe you're culturally a Democrat, be very carefully here. The current Democratic Party is the party of Bill Clinton. You think you're voting for moderate, like center-left party, you're not. This is not the party of Bill Clinton, or Bill your phone is cracking up again. Monica, your, your phone is cracking up. Just go ahead and try it again. I apologize. Repeat that last sentence, if you will, because you were cracking up a little. Yeah, yeah, I hope I'm, I'm good now. Um, I want to hear every word. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm sure this is China or the NSA yes. to interrupt our conversation. Um, no, I was just saying that everybody needs to understand that the Democrats are a full-blown Marxist revolutionary. And that if you continue to vote Democrats or voting for the party of JFK and Bill Clinton, you are helping to sink this country into a Marxist morass. And it will be a nightmare that we will never get out without extreme violence, it's like the end of every communist uh, revolution. So understand that the hour is very late in America, and we need all patriots on board understanding what the stakes are and being willing to, to step up here and make the case for America and fight however we can. And that means getting locally, okay, locally, because the left has understood this for a long time. That's where the actual power to make change in this country is. Your local school boards, your churches, your communities, your town councils, your city councils, get involved locally. There's a reason why George Soros has spent tens of millions of dollars going into local races like DA's races and mayor's races. They all know national change happens on the village green, happens on the city block. That's what community organizes. Saul Alinsky, Barack Obama, that's what it all is all about. Yep. Long past time that our side did exactly that. All right, Monica, I've only got about another minute or so. Uh, you had interviewed Jim Caviezel talking about his new uh, global uh, child trafficking movie, Sounds of Freedom. I haven't seen it. I'm dying to see it. Give me a real quick uh, a review of that and then also the, the, the uh, film itself. Go ahead. Yes, I had Jim Caviezel on my podcast yesterday. Everybody, please go check out the Monica Crowley podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I had Caviezel on to talk about uh, his new film, Sound of Freedom, which is a riveting, riveting drama. And it's based on a true story about a real-life DHS agent 
which saved hundreds of children from being trafficked around the world. This is a huge problem. It is a singular evil. And kudos to uh, Jim Caviezel and the filmmakers for making this movie. If we want to change the culture and thus the country, we need to be supporting content like this. So right. please go to angel.com, freedom, buy your ticket, and go see the movie. I'm going to go see the movie. Monica Crowley, it has been a blessing to have you on. I hope you'll consider doing it again. Continue the good work. I'll check out the podcast with Caviezel. I saw it. I can't wait. And then I can't wait to see the movie. God bless you and have a glorious week, Monica. Such a pleasure, Rob. Thank you. You bet. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. If you're looking for a woke take on current events, just go back to sleep because you're not getting it here. It's The Rob Carson Show. France is the new Ferguson. I've got details coming up very shortly. France is the new Ferguson, ladies and gentlemen. The same stuff that happened in the summer of 2020 is happening in France. Yeah, which shows that it wasn't evergreen and it wasn't because America's racist. It was a bunch of crap. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So, you know, I'm holding my hand right here. That's a gold coin. That's a little gold coin. It's got a little gold coin. Because my wife and I are diversifying our portfolio because uh, the times are insane. I mean, and the, and the one thing that doesn't change is precious metals. The one thing that doesn't change is gold always has value. And so we decided we're going to do some investing in gold. And, and we're taking some of our retirement uh, from one... Um, one uh, 401k, and it's not, yeah, you know, it's like under 10 grand. It's not, <clears throat> I mean, it's a lot of money, you know, for me, you and me, it's a lot of money, you know, a lot of trips to Walmart, maybe rent for a few months, whatever. But we're converting it because we want that down the road in case another bank collapse or issues with digital currency. Come on, guys. This is, this is just dealing with reality. So we got this thing. It's called the secret war on cash from Swiss America. And, and you'll want to write this number down. You're doing yourself a favor by writing this number down and getting the ball rolling like we have on investing in some precious metals. Here's the number. You can get the free report. Here's the number for the secret war on cash. 800-289-2646. 800 then 289 2646. All out war on cash is going on, including digital currencies. It's a good idea just for safety. It's the same thing. I've got, I've got unperishable food, non perishable food in the garage just in case something happens, just in case something goes south. We've got a solar generator just in case something goes south. It's not a bad idea to take some money that you have, invest it in precious metals. And I got to tell you, there's only one company that I would do that with, and that is Swiss America. All right? So, again, just mention Rob Carson when you call or text 800-289-2646, 800-289-2646, or you can go to SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Write it down, SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Get the ball rolling. Message and data rates apply. It's just a good idea. And I've got a silver coin right here, too. It's kind of cool. I've never had a, <clears throat> I got a wedding ring over here and I, you know, a few gold things, but I've never had a gold coin before. It's kind of... It's kind of cool. Yeah, makes you sound good. It's just kind of cool. So uh, 1,200 buildings have been burnt, attacked, or looted in France in a week of nightly violence, which uh, I'm sure will result in uh, uh, police being defunded. I would assume, right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Rahbezu says hundreds of his members have been attacked over the course of the last week's rioting, uh, and uh, including 200 shops, 300 bank branches, 250 tobacconists. And they've been looted. I know, it's kind of weird. It's just like America 2020, because you know what? It's, uh, it's not organic. Let's take a break. i got more on this. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. On air, 
is the Rob Carson Show. Hey, kids, it's hour number three of the Rob Carson Show. I hope you had a glorious uh, weekend with your family. Uh, I did a lot of cooking this weekend, and I talked to a lot of people who had to work this weekend. Because, trust me, I've been there. I talked to a lot of people who had to work this weekend. And uh, people still love the country. They're concerned about the direction of the country, and they're determined to make it better. I'll tell you that. I hear that from everybody, whether it's at the cigar shop or at the McDonald's or the car show where I went uh, this weekend. Uh, There were a lot of people who are really pissed off at the direction of the country, tired of the abuses and usurpations, uh, recognize the absolute corruption of the federal government, and want this bleep turned around. There's a whole lot of that going on. And then there's a whole lot of people who literally are looking at their lives and they're going, I'm working two jobs to pay for the groceries that were about 50% less three years ago. Sometimes 100% less than they were three years ago. I told my wife the other day, she's like, she was complaining about how much money I spend during a month. Because I get, you know, an allowance, all right? A little quarter, you know, that's how we have a budget. And, uh, and, and I get a certain amount of money that I can spend. I pay for the groceries. And she's like, how much money? I said, honey, $600 of groceries three years ago, which is what a family for, $600. That's about, you know, $600, 500 $600. That's feeding a family of four every night for a month. Well, that costs a thousand now, minimum thousand, twelve hundred sometimes, and we we don't live high on the hawk. I still look for the yellow stickers at Walmart. I shop at Walmart. I do, and it's it's nuts. But people are mad, and it doesn't help that we've got Percy from Green Mile as the uh, the son of the president. And did you realize that there's another character just like Percy from Green Mile in the movie Cowboys and Aliens named Percy? Same pathos, same same spoiled child whose dad is in charge, doing everything that he can and rubbing it in the authorities' faces. You can't do anything, nanny, nanny, boo-boo, because my daddy controls the FBI. And that's why I play this, because Hunter, I don't know if you knew this, there was some cocaine found in the White House over the weekend. And the mainstream media is going, I don't know where it came from. Must be some reporter or something. It was Hunter's I bet. He knows how to get cocaine. This is Jim Gossett, by the way. Story broke, they found coke, it's no joke. Cocaine. Will they investigate or will everyone skate cocaine? Probably the latter, you know, because there's a Biden involved, you know. Sweep it under the rug, that illegal drug, cocaine. The rug, are you talking about Joe Biden's hair? Don't ask Joe, you won't know about the snow. No brain, no brain, damn. (laughs) Cocaine. Yeah, they found cocaine in the White House. This stuff, uh, it writes itself, honestly. And and if late night, I'm going to watch, you know, I won't watch it in real time because, you know, late night TV sucks. Um, But I want to watch it in in real time because if you are not making fun of cocaine found in the White House and making the comparison to Biden, uh, uh, Hunter Biden, then you should be fired. All your writers should be fired, and you should be fired. Because I'm a comedy writer. That's one of the things I do. 
and you got to recognize when something has potential. And dear God, Hunter Biden, cocaine in the White House, are you out of your mind? Oh, by the way, if you'd like to hire Jim Gossett, you can call this number, 678-829-SHOW. 678-829-SHOW. If you want to hire him for like a, a birthday, corporate gathering, Christmas, he can do non-political, and he's brilliant. He's the guy who does all the song parodies on the show. He's brilliant. I've worked with the best in the business, including Paul Shanklin on the Rush Limbaugh program. Jim Gossett is a genius. All right, so there you go. <sighs> Let's go to uh, Johnny in Santa Cruz, uh, the home of our affiliate KSCO. Johnny, what up? Hey, you know, I'm a new spokesman. What do you think of this pitch? It's called My Kilo. It's with Hunter Biden, you know? They've got the <laughs> Colombian Dream Sheet, you know, the Kilo, edition only, promo code, big guy. You get a discount, 10%. What do you think? <laughs> I think it's pretty funny. It's kind of like, you know, Amazon, but for drugs. <laughs> hey, they all, we get it right across the border. You can put it on an app. We'll put an app. You can get your immigration papers. You can get your code drugs. You can get it all in one. Oh, Johnny. Johnny, when you, when you, when you read the headline, bro, you, you had to go, wait, hold on. They found cocaine in the White House. Well, your first response was, oh, my God, Hunter Biden. No, no, no. best is, why does Hunter always lose at pool? <laughs> Thanks. You know what? It's funny. you got to imagine he got to Camp David, and he's like, Oh my God! He's patting his his jacket. He's look he's looking at his pockets, his cargo shorts, and he's like, "Oh my God!" And Dad's over here going, "Hunter, what's wrong with you?" And Hunter goes, "Oh Dad, I think I left my stash in the library." And and then Joe goes, "What you did with that with the laptops, Hunter?" You know that kind of thing. I think that happened. No, but why does Hunter Biden always lose at pool? Lose at pool? Why? He does the eight ball first. Nice, nice. I heard a very insensitive joke over the weekend. I heard it on the Chris Plant Show. You ready for it? Go. Um, why don't they make any jokes about the Jonestown Jim uh, 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 the Jonestown massacre? Why? Because the punchline's too long. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> too soon. Forty-five years later. <laughs> you take care. <laughs> All right, bro. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, there's a funny one. It's just, when I hear a good dad joke, I like to I like to relish. I don't know if it, is that a, is that a dad joke or just a funny joke. It's just a joke, you know. Dad jokes are cool too. I don't even give a name. So uh, let's let's move on here. I want to talk about this. Uh, uh, Rochelle Walensky. She delivered a final message to Americans. Uh, she's a CDC director. Be on guard against misinformation and the politicization of science. Uh, her agency was part of the cabal that are being told they cannot communicate with social media because they lied to them. Now we know, according to this judge, that the CDC lied and and gave getting gave, uh, you know, they gave uh, uh, the Facebook, uh, Twitter, all of the talking points that were many times lies to cover up questions about the vaccine, vaccine efficacy, and whatnot. It happened. It was uh, it was major, and this awful, wretched, filthy, foul woman who just happened to be in charge of the CDC during a time of great malfeasance and lies is now saying we need to be afraid. We need to be afraid of uh, misinformation and the politicization of science. Dear God. Now let's let's talk about that. Okay, let's talk about that because. 
one of the things that the, uh, the government shut down was talk about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. In fact, I could not say those pretty much on the air. I could not talk about any of them from the beginning of the pandemic ivermectin hydroxychloroquine you may recall that months ago a year ago i talked about this province in india called Uttar pradesh and they eliminated completely covid within weeks using ivermectin okay it's true it's true and because the government was in bed with big pharma to sell the vaccine and this is absolutely indisputable to make them a lot of money. And by the way, the owners of the patent on the vaccines, in the government, (laughs) in the CDC, they own the patent. They gave license to Pfizer and Moderna and and, uh, the other, I'm drawing a blank on it, uh, Merck. They gave them license to produce their vaccine. They made all the money. You didn't know that, did you? No, you didn't know that because you've been lied to. You've been lied to. But ivermectin was uh, actually brilliant. I used it. I had to go to a doctor in Florida to get it when I got COVID. Here is what the media was saying about it. Yesterday, the CDC put out a national advisory on this, warning the whole country against taking this drug, ivermectin, formulated for horses and cows and sheep. With that um, memo fired to every doctor, then suddenly me and all my early treatment colleagues around the country, we were faced with problems like we'd never had before. Listen. I work as an emergency room doctor. And not only an emergency room doctor, I teach advanced trauma life support. We were being told there's nothing you can do. Just wait for Fauci and the FDA to acknowledge a vaccine that they were gonna create. And there's no treatment, they said. Nope. Why would you want to decrease access to quality life-saving measures for people who are fighting a worldwide pandemic? That's why I said we are going to have to have uh, Nuremberg trials because people died. People died when they were hooked up to respirators. People in those hospitals knew that there was an 85% chance of people being plugged into a respirator dying. Remember the original push for respirators? Remember, the, remember in New York City they had these, these morgues and they were loading bodies onto these refrigerated trucks because so many people died? Really, what happened to all that? What happened to the hospital ships? What happened to the hospital ship? What happened to the big hospital they set up in Central Park to handle the overflow? Oh, maybe you were just played. But here is, uh, this is, and we were talking earlier about this judge who said, oh yeah, all the agencies colluded to make sure that the message was uniform in the mainstream media and big social media from government. And they lapped it up like little hungry puppies. So things are clearly bad, but they're being made even worse by people who have refused to take the vaccine and instead are swallowing horse paste. Horse dewormer. There's no clinical evidence that indicates that this works. It goes beyond that. We actually know that it doesn't work. Ivermectin is (laughs) ineffective against COVID. But could put you in a coma. It can kill you. It can kill you. Turns out I got COVID. So we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin. One of those drugs he mentioned, ivermectin, is something more often used to deworm horses. <laughs> we should talk about that. That bothered you. It should bother you, too. Yeah, you know what? And uh, all medicines that you take were originally tested on animals. Idiots. Uh, Robert McAuliffe, Robert Malone, two doctors uh, with storied histories 
were considered to be deniers. They were considered to be conspiracy theorists. You ever notice that? They do that in the Soviet Union. Did in the Soviet Union, they would say that you're insane to disagree with the government narrative. You need to get re-educated. They did it here. Listen. So it was the first time in history that we ever saw Robert Malone. a doctor no, who could be prosecuted for using a generic, safe, and effective drug for the application that doctor thought was appropriate. As we sit here today, I'm the most published person in my field. The reason why I bring this up is because that case involving all the censorship has real-world consequences. And this was number one on the list. All of the censorship, number one on the list, could have saved lives. In history, but when COVID-19 hit, my clinical and academic world was turned upside down. They censored it. Twitter, in its wisdom, has decided to suspend the account of Dr. Robert Malone. Now, Robert Malone happens to be the inventor of the mRNA technology of making vaccines. His Twitter account has been suspended because he was allegedly spreading misinformation on COVID-19 vaccines. So for those of you idiots on NBC, CBS, ABC, who are saying this is about conservative, Democrats lost their lives too because the government lied. Many people lost their lives. Many people died alone. Many people couldn't have their weddings. Many people could not have a funeral because this stinking, filthy, rotten government lied to you about everything. People have to pay for this, guys. I've got more information on the other side of the break. Your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. FBI, DHS, IRS, CDC, HHS, all complete BS. It's the Rob Carson Show. Just reading the headline, in New York's largest hospital system, many coronavirus patients on ventilators didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, yeah, uh, throughout March, as the virus, this is back in 2000, what, 20, uh, 2020? Yeah, yeah, 2020. Uh, made preparations, focused on breathing machines that were supposed to save lives. Donald Trump said, let's fast track and make 25,000. They didn't use any of them because what they found out was they hook them up to them. And, uh, and they said that research found that 20% of all those hospitalized with COVID died. Those who were put on respirators, 88% of them died. Yeah. 80% of patients who died on ventilators before the pandemic, according to previous studies. So, yeah, ventilators may have been, they say, uh, you know, a, a measure for people who were actually dying. I have two friends who were told to go on ventilators. They would be dead today. One of them was the president of a very large radio network. Advocate of uh, outdoor activity. He and his wife, they told her, get on the, back, on the respirator. They said, I don't know, man, respirator. Respirator sounds like, I've heard a lot of people die. 88%. Those two who survived, just fine. Very good chance, 8 out of 10, they would have died. So, you know, there you go. Uh, this is, uh, and I don't play this because I'm saying that the federal government lied to us about everything. I mean, this decision by this judge uh, with regard to freedom of speech shows that they were involved in all sorts of COVID, misinformation, disinformation. One of them just happens to be that nothing would work to make you better. Doctors for the first time in American history were told you cannot on your own prescribe. You have to listen exclusively to the government line. And right now, the only thing there is, is go into the hospital. If things get really bad, go on a respirator. And if you live, We'll see. 
They did not do. They did not do ivermectin. They did not do uh, hydroxychloroquine. Even though in Africa, uh, I don't know if you knew this, COVID hardly even existed. Normally, Africa gets waylaid by everything, but they take hydroxychloroquine for malaria. Here's a little bit more from this film that I'm I'm sharing uh, about um, what happened, how we were lied to about COVID, and how it ties in to this uh, story that's in the news today. Uh, here, here's a little bit about the money, the money that was made by some very big drug companies who were major sponsors of major networks, uh, which news, uh, news uh, rooms were assumed, uh, probably told, oh, you really can't talk about the vaccine because they're a major sponsor. Yeah, pretty much. They've got Pfizer's third quarter earnings revenue. They're projecting to be 98 to $102 billion. Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna. Do you know how much profit they made from these shots? $1,000 every second from Wuhan virus vaccine. Oh, wow. You're talking about hundreds of billions of dollars in geopolitical implications that would be significantly affected if the people had access to a safe and widely available medicine. Yeah, this is an incredibly cheap drug. It's off-license. It's generic. It can be manufactured in huge amounts in India. Why didn't they want ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine? I told you this in real time why it was happening. Because it's cheap. Because hydroxychloroquine is like the happy birthday song. It's been around so long that it's, 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 uh, it's public domain. Anybody can use it. Same way with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. They were cheap. But vaccines, very expensive. Made a bleep ton of money. Bleep ton of money. Yeah. It's real. I mean, this is really, really real. This is really, really real. And as I said about Uttar Pradesh, while nobody else was talking about it, listen to this. When was the last time you turned on the news and ever got an update about how the rest of the world is handling COVID? The real proof positive came when COVID-19 really hit hard in Mexico City. They finally, after lots of struggle, came with an ivermectin-based multidrug approach and literally cleared out the hospitals. And then we they used ivermectin and they cleared out the hospitals. Reports all the way through that various states in India. In India, the government has been widely promoting the use of ivermectin. State leaders have just declared that Uttar Pradesh is now... Uttar Pradesh! Oh my God! ...now officially COVID-free. Well, that's region weird. with nearly as many people as the entire United States uh. is totally COVID-free. The miracle success of Uttar Pradesh... Not one mention of ivermectin. That's really weird. Here's RFK talking about vaccines. Anthony Fauci in 2016, when I was going to serve on a vaccine safety commission for Donald Trump. And during that meeting, I said to him, you know, for many years, Tony, you have said that when I have said not one of these vaccines have ever been tested, safety tested. You've said that I was not telling the truth, that I was promoting misinformation. Can you show us a test from any of those vaccines? All right. So I don't want to make this anti-vaccine. Because I'm not anti-vaccine. What I am is anti-lying to the American people about everything to mislead them and people losing their lives because of it. That's it. And that's why this judge's ruling is so important about how the government steered your thoughts about everything, including your own health. People died because of it, guys. They did. People died because of the COVID response from our federal government among other things. All right, we're going to move on. Bill de Blasio says he has an open marriage with his wife. Yeah, I just threw up in my mouth. Details coming up. It's the Rob Carson Show. 
like his opinion, see the First Amendment and get back to us. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. So we got this uh, U.S. judge, District Judge Terry Dotty, saying that uh, government agencies cannot pressure social media companies to censor free speech because they did. It's, it's been proven. Uh, the opposition to COVID, COVID vaccines, lab leak theory, uh, 2020 election, opposition to Biden's policies, Russia collusion was all considered to be uh, the, the gospel truth. Statements from the Hunter laptop story, all of these things were suppressed by the government. There you go. That's why it happened. It wasn't because, oh, Facebook and Twitter just, I guess, I guess they're on the same page, I guess. No. It was ordered by the government. And I believe that eventually, as the truth tellers are, uh, are pointed out in history, that we will be held with high regard to the nonsense that happened. I mean, for instance, I got a lot of crap for doing this during the height of the vaccine. Take this jab and stick it. That's misinformation. It was misinformation. Stupid mandate. The dumbest thing that I've ever Only seen. person doing it on the radio. Biden says take the shot or go home. So I'm walking out the door. Take your jab and stick it. I won't take this crap no more. Yeah, that's what I said. And we got a lot of heat for this, by the way. Joe Biden's been in D.C. For going on 50 here. And now he's trying to bring us down, playing on people's fears. You'll catch the virus. I've seen a lot of folks in D.C. lie. That was a lie. I've seen a lot of pay to play. It'll stop the spread. That was a lie. We're Democrats. I've had it up to here. And now I got the guts to say. Stick it, Joe. Take your jab and stick it. I ain't taking this no more. It's worth fighting for. It's my body. It's my choice. Ain't that what the liberals say? That's what they say. So take this jab and stick it. Stick it. This is still the USA. Take this jab and stick it. Hey, this is still the USA. And another thing that... You know, we, we talk about the, there were deaths. There were deaths uh, uh, because the ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine were, were taken away from doctors. Doctors could not do anything. You couldn't do anything. And what the government did is they what they did is they smoothed it out by giving people a lot of money. They gave uh, hospitals, they gave municipalities money for putting COVID death on death certificates. I had a friend who literally his father's death was stolen from him. They put COVID on the on the uh, damn death certificate, and he said my dad was never even tested for it. He died of Alzheimer's. My mom was 91 years old. She went to the hospital. One of the last times she went to the hospital, they said, you got the COVID antibody. She had it. She never even knew about it. You got played. I told you. I told you when it was happening, you're being played. I'm not any anti-vax, but it's very clear. If you can't say something about something in a country that has the First Amendment, you're being shut down. Bull crap. You have the right to your opinion, even if somebody says they think you're wrong. And all of these opinions... We're 1,000% right. And one group of people that should be really pissed about it is Generation Z. And I think they are. You recall a few weeks ago, I did a monologue about a month ago, uh, apologizing to Gen Z, the adults who should have known better than wreck 
people in Generation Z, their uh, upbringing, their education. My daughter missed the entire second half of her freshman year in high school because they had no contingency plan. Then they did hybrid, and then she had to wear a stupid-ass mask for a year. Didn't do anything. Stupid, stupid, stupid. And this is Dr. Drew. You know Dr. Drew? Used to be Drew and Corolla, Adam Corolla. And Dr. Drew used to do a, a radio show. He used to listen to it all the time. Here is Dr. Drew Pinsky talking about the people who, we were, who were lied to the most and how it wrecked their lives and how Gen Z should be mad. We've got 60% of adolescent females saying they feel persistently sad and hopeless. 30% seriously considering suicide and there's no doubt the screens are as bad as tobacco we should be thinking about the screens the way we think about tobacco but you brought out in your comment there in the introduction the impact of lockdowns which has been profound there's been a hockey stick in terms of serious mental health symptomatology and it was highly predictable we destroyed eight to fifteen year olds imagine you're nine years old and you're told shelter in place hide under your bed and if you come out if you go outside if you see your friends you're going to kill your parents and your grandparents. Yeah. It's unbelievable that we could have done that to an entire generation, and it's going to take quite a while for them to re to, res to respond, to come out of this, and I hope they're angry when they do, I do because too. we did this to them, and it was highly, right. highly predictable. 100%. Gen Z, I apologize for the people who should have known better. They used you, and they're continuing to use you by saying that the, really the source of your problems is you need to change genders. I mean, dear God, if I were you, I would be so pissed and I'll tell you, uh, my daughter is a Gen Z member. She just turned 18 years old. And she's got a boyfriend. And they've been together for a couple of years. And she doesn't drink. She doesn't smoke. She doesn't do weed. She doesn't even curse. She doesn't do social media. She does have an Instagram channel where she puts up her little animations. And she's a brilliant artist. And she says, screw all that crap that the millennials are subjected to. I, you know, and honestly... My daughter loves her boyfriend, and he loves her, and he opens doors for her, and he and she go to church functions together. I, I'm not, I didn't ride my kids hard about going to church. I'm a Christian very much, but we don't go to church every Sunday. But that young man and, and, and she, they know that all of this other stuff is folly. All of this, this posing on a, on a countertop, doing a side boob on Instagram to get views is just a joke. They know that, uh, that you know, t there are teachers and young women who think that they can't make a living, so they get an OnlyFans page where they do their own porn without any fear for what's going to happen someday when their children are online. It's ridiculous. And I know that a lot of kids, when my daughter's age and millennials or Gen Z are going, you know what? The most important thing are the people around you and people you love because everybody else will lie to you. <laughs> that's, that's what they learn from it. That's what they learn from it. All of her friends, prom night. Remember prom night? I'm, I'm prom night for me in the 80s, maybe for you was in the 90s. What do you do on prom night? You go get drunk. What do you do on Saturday? You go to a house party, you get drunk. All of her friends, none of them drink. They, do, they recognize the value of friendship and what is real. Because everything around them has been a lie. <laughs> That's it. You can't trust the adults on COVID. You can't trust the adults on, on school closing. You can't trust the kids, the, the adults on, on transgender. You can't trust the adults. They're lying to you about everything. Oh, I think, I think that we've got a real, I mean, I think that Gen Z, Gen Z was well on the way to be indoctrinated, just like a lot of millennials, indoctrinated, 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 and they got a, they got a reality check as to the amount of malfeasance and lies by the adults in charge and how it ruined these kids.
kids' lives. So, go get them, Gen Z. I am behind you 100% of the way with regard to uh, this this nonsense and the abuse that the federal government has has uh, put in, uh, you know, above all of us. Above all of us. Oh, uh, Bill de Blasio, by the way. Bill de Blasio's wife, Charlene McRae, or Charlene McRae. Now, remember, she got a billion dollars in taxpayer money to go after homelessness and a mental health crisis in New York. And we just find out that in the first year of Adams, uh, Eric Adams' uh, mayorship, uh, homelessness has grown 18%. That's weird. Gavin Newsom, when he was the mayor of uh, San Francisco in 2008, said he was going to eliminate homelessness in San Francisco in 10 years. And that was five years ago was the deadline on that, and it's a hellhole now. But Bill de Blasio and his wife, Shirley uh, McRae, admitted to the New York Times that they're planning to date other people while still living together and being married. They were married in 94, and now they're having a conversation after their uh, uh, 30-year marriage. Uh, They're planning to date other people while living together. Yeah. Both appear to be happier now they can sleep with other people while living together. Good luck with that. Let's see how that ends. You might end up slapping somebody on a stage at the Oscars. <laughs> New York City homelessness has grown roughly uh, 18% in one year. Eric Adams' efforts to address homeless, uh, the number of individuals living on the streets has increased 18%. So uh, 4,042 people living on the streets compared to 3,400 in 2022. Interesting thing about this. Listen to this. Eric Adams ushered in $171 million in funding for outreach efforts. Listen to this. An audit by Comptroller Brad Lander revealed that of 2,308 homeless New Yorkers living in encampments, only 119 have been successfully transitioned into the shelter system, about 5%. That means if you just take the $170 million for each one of the individuals who made it successfully into a shelter, $1,400,000 was spent. And if you think that just giving a homeless person a tiny house and then also giving them vending machines for Narcan and crack pipes is going to fix anything, you're out of your nut. We've got a young guy, well, not young anymore, we got a guy whose uh, dad lives at a $250 million mansion in Washington, D.C., and he's uh, might have just brought cocaine into it. So, uh, yeah, just letting people have a nice place to live ain't going to get them off the coke. <laughs> you know? Ah. And then this, in New York, in New York City, charges have been dropped against a New York subway rider who stabbed and killed an unhinged strap hanger after that guy punched his girlfriend in the face. And yet Daniel Penny is still under indictment and is still facing murder charges. Daniel Penny is that Marine. And there was the insane jackweed who had the history of 40 arrests who was out of his mind and high and he was going to murder people and he was saying he's going to murder people. And Daniel Penny used his Marine training to take him down and the guy passed out and ended up dying. Yeah. Jordan Williams, 20, and his girlfriend are riding on the subway, shirtless, de Victor. Quadrego began harassing passengers above the Brooklyn J train. The grand jury dismissed Williams' charges in criminal possession of a weapon with intent to use in felony manslaughter after watching a 1 minute 27, 20 second uh, clip showing the events leading up. 
there was this uh, uh, Drago guy leaning into the face of the seated woman. He touched her wrists. She told him to stop it. He then began to gyrate his hips. You understand what I'm saying to you, he said. And then 20 seconds in, footage cuts to Drago in a struggle with Williams and his girlfriend fighting with Williams' girlfriend. Don't bleeping touch her, you bleep, you piece of bleep. Yeah. Rodrigo has Williams pins against the window. Get your bleeping hands off him, the woman shouts. That's when the uh, Williams got out a knife, stabbed the guy to death, which is what he deserved. And yet Daniel Penny, I'm thinking it's because Alvin Bragg is a racist. Duh. It is. Alvin Bragg is a racist. This guy, Jordan Williams, is a black guy. Daniel Penny, a white guy. Daniel Penny killed the black guy. Same amount of uh, violence, same amount of I'm going to kill, I'm going to do this and that. But Alvin Bragg is a racist. There's no doubt about it. There is no doubt about it. Uh, all right. Oh, here, here. I'll do another story because I'm going to get something, uh, get into something for the last segment here that I've been um, sitting on. I do want to mention this. Um, Biden aides have instructed, have been instructed to say he has six, not seven grandchildren. Joe Biden and Jill Biden. Jill is such a sweet lady. She really is. She only pushes her, uh, you know, her addled husband into another term as president, even though he's slowly dying in front of the cameras. Other than that, Jill Biden is a great first lady. She is sweet and kind. Can't speak Spanish worth a damn, but she's really nice. Joe Biden and President uh, Jill Biden and, and, and First Lady Jill Biden are being slammed for reporting that aides are being instructed to say the couple has only six children instead of grandchildren instead of seven, discounting four-year-old daughter, who, of course, Hunter uh, has with a stripper. I'm not, I'm not defending her. I mean, she resorted to being a stripper, and she uh, had sex with a coke addict. So, you know, not exactly virtuous old, old London Alexa Roberts, but let's, you know, just make this about the baby. On Saturday, New York Times released a highly critical report noticing that the family dispute is rooted in money, corrosive politics, and what it means to have the Biden birthright. According to two individuals familiar with the discussions, aides in White House strategy meetings have been informed that the president and first lady have six, not seven grandchildren. Isn't that convenient? Shutting up the, no, but sir, you have seven grandchildren. No, you have six. No, but you have seven. No, we have six. Biden listed six of the grandchildren by name during Take Your Child to Work Day. And don't forget your cocaine, Hunter. He said at the time, I have six grandchildren, I'm crazy about them. But that bastard child in Arkansas, I could give a flip about. He didn't say that. Uh, Fox News added that Biden has also put up Christmas stockings in the White House for six of the grandchildren, but left the seventh out. Bidens were ripped online by the New York Times damning report, calling it gross and sad. Another called the Bidens monsters, and they are. Jake Schneider with RNC Research added Joe Biden and Jill Biden are two of the scummiest human beings to ever disgrace American politics, just awful human beings. Duke professor Tamur Koran uh, as well, set aside politics, put yourself in the shoes of a four-year-old. She's aware that her father is Hunter Biden and that her paternal grandfather is the president. She speaks about both often. She hasn't met one. No one should do this to a child. These people are monsters. And I agree. And I will speak from uh, the position of a child whose father left him at seven years old. When my dad left me, Jack left me. I remember the night he slammed the door in our face and the glass flew in our, in our face. This after many fights, police calls to the house. And, uh, and, he, and he left and he never looked back. We never heard anything from him. And it was maddening for a child because your only thought is he left because he hates me and because I did something. And that is a... 
that is a thing to put on a child that is positively excruciating. It killed my brother before his 40th birthday, knowing that he left. He even went to visit my, the, you know, the, the father who left us and got no satisfaction because he had already moved on with his new family. And he ended up dying because of it. Sick and sad and pathetic. Uh, impeach Joe Biden. Let's take a break and come back. It's the Rob Carson Show. Joe Biden has always been a punchline. Now he's just a joke. It's the Rob Carson Show. So uh, Bud Light lost $30 billion because of Dylan Mulvaney. And, and I, I I was asking a friend of mine who uh, I used to work with selling cars. I said, uh, why well, you know, why do you suppose people uh, boycotted Bud Light? Because this is just a, you know, a drag queen, essentially. And he said, no, it was ungodly. That person is ungodly. Well, that was interesting. I said, I know, ungodly, you know, believable. No, no, it was ungodly to say that you can change genders and then, on top of all of that, rub women's noses in it like I've been a girl for 200 days so I can offer advice to women. Uh, This is Joe Rogan talking about uh, the insanity of using Dylan Mulvaney as a Bud Light spokesperson. Yeah. So they don't know any real people. They don't know regular people. They have Mm -hmm. no idea that if you take a brand, Bud Light, which is, like, known for... You know, blue collar drinking people. They, yeah. you know, they yeah. like to watch football and drink Bud Light. And then all of a sudden, you have this mentally ill person who's just an attention whore. Oh, you think? And you make a big <laughs> deal out of putting this person 365 days of womanhood. You put that on a Bud Light can, and they freak out. Yeah. And then Kid Rock shoots a bunch of them, and then it's on. Once Kid Rock shoots your cans, you got real problems. Yeah, he was talking to Ice Cube, by the way. Oh, and by the way, this weekend I reconnected with the early roots of hip-hop in the Jeep. Or in the Jeep. Dear God, I called it a Jeep. My Bronco. Oh, what a sacrilege. I got a Bronco, and and I started listening to some old NWA. I started listening to some old school Snoop. And honestly, Gen X changed music. A lot of times I think about rock and everything because I'm a rock dude. But Gen X completely created hip-hop and changed everything. Now hip-hop has been taken over by a new generation, and it's... Completely different. Oh, oh, here's Bud Light. They came up with a new uh, ad, and it features uh, 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 this guy, uh, uh, Travis Kelsey, Kansas City Chief. A really great guy. And what it is is a bunch of guys, dudes, sitting in lawn chairs drinking Bud Light. Listen to this. A bunch of guys sitting in lawn chairs and groaning. This is the ad. Serious. It's just people getting, men getting in and out of chairs, grunting to have a Bud Light. Like, oh, man, I am dog tired. Open that Bud Light. That's what it was. That was it. Go back to the frogs. I know that the frogs were used for the, the Bud. Maybe, may, or maybe, maybe honestly, Bud Light needs to stop trying. Uh, hope and pray something happens that can turn them around. But otherwise, you know pretty much done all right we're gonna take a break come back wrap up this here show this is the rob carson show that's gonna do it for the show guys please check out the podcast the interview with monica crowley today was outstanding again just go to newsmax.com slash listen short week ahead of us i'll make sure it's awesome god bless you and until tomorrow don't catch the stupid see you then